This message is made available by the partners and friends of Breakthrough Miracle Life. Catch our live broadcast every Wednesday and Sunday on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and on internet radio at mixlr.com forward slash B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-U. Father, we reverence your word. Your words are life. Your word is light. Your word is a lamp unto our feet. Forever your word is established. In heaven, you have magnified your word above your name. Today, with eager expectation, with meekness, we receive your word because it can save our souls and it is power to change uh, lives. It's power to change our destinies. It is power to change the course of our lives. In the name of Jesus, I come against any form of destruction. Any ministry of the devil, I cancel it uh, from any hearer. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the engrafted word of the Lord will go forth uh, to enrich, save, lift, and build, and give us an inheritance among them which are sanctified. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, Acts chapter 19 and verse 20, the Bible says, So mightily grew the word and prevailed. So mightily grew the word and prevailed. Hallelujah. Uh, I think uh, the NLT says that um, uh, the influence of, of the word grew. So the message about the Lord spread widely and had a powerful effect. Praise the Lord. It can have a powerful effect. So often, uh, the word may be of no effect to us. And the problem is not that the word is weak. The problem is the vessel and the attitude that receives the word. Amen. We've seen the parable of the seed and the sower many times. And we've seen that the sower sows the seed of the word. And the word goes forth. And, and the problem is not the quality of the seed, but the quality of the ground that receives the, the seed. Amen. So we begin to see and connect with our personal responsibility towards the word. The attitude that you can apply uh, yourself in the word, that attitude determines the effect of the word in your life. That word can grow and prevail in your life. It can grow and prevail. It can have such an effect in an area of your, of your life. Praise the Lord. So, uh, <clears throat> there are certain things to understand about the word. Most times, when you can say you're free, when you're not free. Amen. You can quote the word, and the word tells you you're free. And you can quote it. And, and you're not what? You're not free. You're saying it, but it, uh, it seems to have no effect. Praise the Lord. Uh, and uh, it's, it's more common, especially with the songs. Most of the times our expressions uh, in the songs, you see, like, say, I give myself away. Amen. And you're lying. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're lying. Uh, but you don't intend to lie. Amen. It may, it, it may not be your intention, but you may not be able to give yourself away because that's not how you give yourself away, praise the Lord. Even in the natural, when people give their daughters away, it's very uh, occasional, hallelujah. Amen. Everybody comes out. Everybody dresses up. <laughs> hallelujah. Uh, uh, there are that many witnesses. But my point is that um, uh, there is a, a difference between uh, the legal uh, uh, part of the word and the vital part of the word. Uh, forgive the language. I will simplify it. There's a difference between what the word says, amen, and what it is in your life. Hallelujah. There's a difference between what the word says, God's pronouncement, God's idea of how your life should be, versus 
how your life really is. There's always that uh, difference sometimes. So you find that all of what we do, prayer, fasting, giving, coming to church, fellowshipping, and all those things are facilitating the word to become real in our lives. Hallelujah. So, so mightily grew the, the word. And you see in Acts chapter 4, the Bible says they, they were filled with the Holy Spirit uh, after the place where they were was shaken. And the Bible says, and they speak the word of God boldly. Boldly. There was a boldness that came into their spirit to proclaim the word. You see it in Acts chapter 3. Um, when, when Peter told the man, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I. You see, he couldn't have given the man what he didn't have. Praise the Lord. The word had taken effect in his life. And now from uh, the impact that the word had in his life, he was able to draw out and give to the man what he had. Praise the Lord. One of these days you should try it. Tell, go, go to town. Tell somebody, silver and gold. Hmm. But you see, uh, praise the Lord. <laughs> Uh, tell them, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. Amen. And your mind will spin, because now you'll struggle with, what do I have? Ninachi. <laughs> what do I have? What do I have? Praise the Lord. There's the attitude of the word. For instance, you have more faith in Movit than in the Bible. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. You have more faith in Samona than in the Word. We have more faith in Panado than in the Word. We have more faith in the doctor. You see, you know, uh, especially when you're in the ministry of, of deliverance, you'll see many things, praise the Lord. People, when they go to these imams or sheikhs for duas or whatever, or charms, you know, uh, <laughs> amen. <laughs> You know, one gentleman described for me how they do things. They light up what? What about Incense. So imagine somebody lights up incense and just blows it and, and tells you, now you're free. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> now you're free. But uh, it's interesting that people go that far and when the sheikh or the imam says, uh, Praise the Lord. Uh, people don't bargain. They'll borrow that money and pay it. Amen. Then they come to church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. They come to church where deliverance is free. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, so, so, so you can see, uh, because the doctor, in fact, you know, so you go to Nakasero Hospital and the consultation is quite a fee, amen. When you come before that doctor, you are, you are in eager expectation. Because you're saying, I paid so much consultation. I'm, I'm expectant. Praise the Lord. And where you pay less uh, uh, consultation, of course, you tend to be less expectant. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But, but my point is, we find that we may have more faith in a doctor's uh, pronouncements and proclamations than in what the word says. Hallelujah. And, and, and that's the war, and that's your war in this life. The Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten uh, of, of the Father. The word became Flesh. There was a transformation of the word. It says before the beginning, the word already existed. So, <clears throat> so I begin to see, and uh, that's what I want to just give you an idea about today, that many have a problem connecting the word with Christ. Christ being the essence of the of the word. Amen. When people hear the word, they say they're just words. Words. Uh, it's hard for many people to connect the words with uh, 
in, in IT we used to have, or in any other uh, uh, framework, you'll always have what they call front end and back, back, back end. Praise the Lord. You know that. Uh, that's impressive. Praise the Lord. You have front end. For instance, uh, when you are on your phone, uh, that interface, okay, praise the Lord. What you see, <laughs> praise the Lord, what you see, those menus, that's front end. Amen. Behind those menus, there are, uh, there are programs that are working which, uh, which you would not be able to, to interpret. Praise the Lord. Uh, there, there are all kinds of programs. They may be written in English, but it's a language uh, that you may not be able to relate with. Let's look at um, uh, Luke 4. Luke 5. Luke 5. Let's see, Luke, Luke chapter 5, uh, let's start from verse 1, Luke chapter 5. There's certain expressions in there, Luke chapter 5. One day as Jesus was preaching on the side, uh, on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds uh, passed in on him to listen to the word of God. Praise the Lord. Can you see that? To listen to the word of who? He didn't say to, the, to listen to the words of Jesus. Great crowds pressed in to listen to the word of God. They saw a man. There was a man. He was saying things. Their appreciation was that the words he was saying were of. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay. Hmm, verse 2. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their, their nets. Uh, verse 3. Stepping into one of the boats. I don't know. He didn't ask, praise the Lord. He didn't ask, praise the Lord. But that's trivial. Uh, but when you read the Bible, if you are attentive, you may notice such things, praise the Lord. So, stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. Uh, next verse. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper and let your nets to catch some fish. Next verse. Verse 5. is Here is where it gets interesting. Simon says, Master, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. How many know uh, fish are mostly caught at night? Praise the Lord. That's why when you go to the beach, you never see boats. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> because that's not when fish are caught. So, But they worked hard all night. And they caught nothing. Uh, and now hear this. I want you to hear this attitude. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. He had to have an inspiration to respond that way. If you say so, I'll let the nets down again. Uh, many years ago, I met a, uh, a young a young boy who, when he had been, I think when he was when he was younger, when he was still a, a baby, uh, he died. Praise the Lord! So it's an interesting story. You can see how did I meet a boy who died when he was a baby? Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! So he he died, and so the mother here in Uganda. Praise the Lord! Amen. Here in Uganda, uh, in Ntinda, he died. So the mother, the mother, that's many years ago, uh, more than three decades ago. The mother uh, asked one of the brothers, told him, go to Pastor Robert Kayanja and tell him 
my son has what? Has died. Praise the Lord. So uh, the brother went. And when the brother reached there, I think uh, that was still up, not down Rubaga, still up, uh, uh, not down the valley, but somewhere up near Kabusu. So when the boy reached there and uh, conveyed uh, the message, amen, uh, <clears throat> Pastor Robert gave him a watch, a watch, a wristwatch, and told him, go, don't greet anybody. Don't talk to anybody. Put this wristwatch on him. Amen. And so he went and they put the wristwatch on him. And he and the boy came back to life. Praise the Lord. Uh, for many of you, you can't come back to life like that. Because you would not have a reverence for the words of the moment. You would not disarm. First of all, first of all, that boy's mother is prayerful. So you know, so you, we're not talking about people who just uh, fry fish and, and 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 eat and and watch soaps the whole day, and then their child dies, and they say, "Tende wakayanja." No, no, no. Praise the Lord. No. For him even to have known her, praise the Lord. Yeah, she's, she's a woman of distinction in the area of prayer. Amen. So you can see how uh, that foundation for reverencing the word is built. Amen. She's a woman of prayer. So and when she sends the son, because I, I know the son she sent. Amen. He's, um, he's irreverent. <laughs> Amen. Uh, he's irreverent. But um, the faith of the actions, the faith involved in the actions, keeps, uh, keeps the word active. If for many people today, if you were to, you know, the Bible says, talks about how handkerchiefs were taken off Paul's body and special miracles were roughed because of the handkerchiefs. I don't think the faith was in the handkerchief. No. The faith was in the word because the bearer, the one of whom the handkerchiefs came, their reverence for the word had an, such an impact that when handkerchiefs left him, they knew because he's a man of God. You see, those are words we use loosely today. In fact, these days, when, they, when somebody tells you man of God, you just know eh? they are mocking you. Praise the Lord. Amen. When they tell you, hey, man of God, <laughs> you, you can hear the tone. You can hear the tone. Sometimes it's, it's they don't know what to tell you. <laughs> eh? They don't want to call you by your name. Praise the Lord. <laughs> man of God. <laughs> but inside, there is irreverence. Praise the Lord. And, and so you find that uh, it's hard to tap, it's hard to draw, it's hard to receive from the anointing. Amen. A watch raised a boy from the dead based on an instruction. And over the years, over the years, there are many people who have got their simple miracles with simple actions of reverence. There, there, there are many. There are many more. I, I can tell you many more who have been raised from the dead. I can tell you mothers who have received their dead children back to life. They are simple mothers. They are they're prayerful. They, when they latch on that word, uh, 
They latch on it like it came from God. They forget the man. They see the source. Praise the Lord. So, uh, that's the attitude that uh, makes the word work in our lives. It's a simple attitude. You can choose in a moment to ignore the messenger and see the source. <clears throat> when, when, I, when, when I received the instruction to sow seed for debt cancellation, I wasn't focusing on the messenger. I heard him talk, and in that moment, he disappeared. I saw that this is for me, from God. Praise the Lord. And, and, and that response, and, and, and that's why, maybe, maybe that's why it was easier for me to respond. Because I saw it like it is from God. Uh, so it's interesting that there may be people that you may uh, uh, out there not necessarily agree with all the time, but this one moment they may say something that, and, and you may be able to catch it, uh, seeing that it is from God and not from the person. And and that's the attitude that makes the word work. Praise the Lord. We would have a lot more miracles in life if people saw the words to be coming from God and ignore the, the messenger. We would have a lot more miracles. A lot, a lot more miracles. Uh, it's so much easier. For instance, it's so much easier. You'll find that uh, it's so much easier. You may go where, where people don't know you very well. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Where people don't know you very well. Uh, they may receive your words, and your words may have may have impact. But well, why should they not know you first? Uh? Why can't we condition our heart so that in a moment of time when utterance is going forth, one is conscious, one's ear is conscious to hear the inspirations of God. You'll see, like um, uh, when uh, when Apostle Robert is prophesying, he will be laughing, or he may. Uh, so this is how you know, because most people miss it. Most 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 of you miss it. When he looks at you and says something, he doesn't have to mention your name. He's saying something to you. Praise the Lord. But because maybe you're waiting for. Uh, what are you waiting for? No, not just the name. You're waiting for mm, you. Mm. <clears throat> Yesterday you ate fish. <laughs> hey, hey. You have a sister called Sarah. I mean, you, I don't know why you need such reminders. <laughs> I, I don't understand why you need such reminders. Because that's information you already, you already know. But maybe, okay, maybe sometimes <laughs> So you can see anyway, maybe some people do it because people, people are irreverent. You are born on such and such a day. Praise the Lord. But, um, but uh, the utterances through through life that I can remember, uh, one time, uh, many you know, many many years ago, I was praying with uh, four people. Uh, may, uh, probably that, that may have been like 2005 or something. I was praying with four people, and I remember when prayer was done, they they came out uh, and, and and they said things which were consistent. One person said things, and the other person said things. They were quite consistent. Praise the Lord. But because I was, I was staying with these people, uh, I, I recognized that what they were saying was from, from the Lord. I didn't see them as, ah, these are my housemates. You know, there are, you know, there are sometimes because people say things, uh, they want to say nice things to you, sometimes you're like, praise the Lord. Yeah, there may be such instances. We don't ignore them. 
But even in such uh, careless times, praise the Lord, if you are determined to reverence what has gone forth, amen, you may get results in your life. Handkerchiefs going off people's bodies. There are people who just have faith. They say, no, you just come and pray in my house. Everything will be fine. You see, they are not stupid. They are not young. They are saying, no, 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 no. I I know that if you, if only, you see, when the centurion uh, told Jesus, he says, you don't have to come. You don't have to say the word only. How can we grow our reverence for the word? Because it it appears that's the only way it will work. If you reverence it, it, it works. If you create such an atmosphere for it, it works. Many a time uh, when uh, uh, in ministry, when uh, the atmosphere is ripe for people to receive uh, miracles. You see, the Bible says, I think, uh, Luke 5 15. Luke 5, 15. Uh, but despite Jesus' instructions, the report of his powers spread even faster. And vast crowds came to hear him preach and to be healed of their... Praise the Lord. They came with expectation. They came with... They didn't come to see. It wasn't Malo. They came with... Reports had gone forth. And based on those reports, it built a sense of... In fact, most said, if only I can touch. If only I can touch the hem of his garment. And the Bible says, as many as touched him were healed. Praise the Lord. The principle doesn't change. Word, words of God are always going forth. And it appears that only those who are keen on the source, only those who have set their hearts to receive, only those who have come to a place to reverence, but I need a word. And I'm not living here before I get a word that will change my life. It appears that it works only for such people. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is determined to work in our lives. And and that's why you see the parable of the seed and the sower. The the sower sows the seeds. How does he sow the seeds? Look at the the NLT of, uh, uh, of, um, um, let's say Matthew, Matthew 13, maybe verse, uh, no, okay, Mark 4. Let's, let's look at the Mark 4 version. The sower sows the seeds. How does he sow the seeds? Wherever the word is being preached, the seed of the word is being sown. There may be people you may not agree with doctrinally, praise the Lord. But in their congregations, people are receiving miracles because their faith is in the word. Amen. Their faith is in the word. There may be people who for you appear to be weak. Amafuta, matono. You know how everybody these days has a mafutometer. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Everybody these days is measuring there. And somehow they, it's for measuring others only. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hey, it's for measuring everybody else but themselves. Hallelujah. If only they could measure themselves first. They'd never have energy to measure others. Praise the Lord. The widow of Nain was going to bury her son. Praise the Lord. 
She had already closed that chapter. She knew why. This is what life has done for me. I've lost, I lost a husband and the only son I ever had is also gone. She was preparing for a life of misery and she collided with the resurrection and the unexpected. The man at the pool of Bethesda, he was hanging on. He was hanging on. He had no clue that Jesus would show up. Even when Jesus showed up, he didn't have recognition. He had more faith in the angel. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And, and so when Jesus said, well, what is it that I, I should do for you? You know, if somebody asks you a question like that, you need to first shake your head and turn and look at them properly. Amen. But as is with many of you, the man continued with, lament, with lamenting. You see, I have no man. You see, I have no. I have no. Praise the Lord. I have no. No man. Praise the Lord. You see, his faith was in a man. I have no man to help me into the pool when the angel stirs up the, the pool. Praise the Lord. People's faith are in men. And so when the word shows up, they still have excuses. On a Sunday morning, I don't have transport to go to church. Hmm? I don't have clothes to wear for church. I've been wearing my four dresses. Praise the Lord. I can't wear them again at church. Nobody noticed you have four dresses. Amen. Uh, nobody knows you. Nobody knows that's the only shoe you have. Praise the Lord. Because even us, that's, those are the only shoes we have. <laughs> we have our problems. Praise the Lord. I have no man. You can see another reason that we miss the word. Excuses. Focus on men. Focusing on men. I'm waiting for so and so. When the word shows up, you'll still tell him, I'm waiting on, on David to give me the money. Praise the Lord. So mightily grew the word and prevailed. The message of the Lord spread so wide and it had effect. That's a question you can ask yourself today. You see, <clears throat> I, I, do, I, I do this all the time. When If I'm just making tea and stirring up sugar or whatever, you, I, I'm always asking myself, I have more faith in what this keto can do. <laughs> hmm? Then in what the word? I'm conscious. I'm conscious. When you get in the car and you turn the key, you expect it to start. You have more faith in what a key can do in a car than what the word can, can do. Praise the Lord. I'm conscious. I think you can build that kind of consciousness. It helps you as you listen. Uh, I, I listen to a lot of men, even, even when I'm preaching, even sometimes when I don't look like I'm listening, praise the Lord, I'm listening. Uh, uh, sometimes when people are talking, I'm listening. Amen. I may look at you and I'm hearing, but I am, I'm listening. I'm saying, where, where are these words coming from? <clears throat> where is the source of these words? But you, you may not have or you may not uh, uh, have built that luxury yet. But you can start somewhere. Yesterday in Bible study, uh, we were talking about sanctification. and uh, You can go to the word with intention. Praise the Lord. With intention. Most people unconsciously read the Bible because it's uh, a requirement. Read your Bible and pray every day. 
if you want to grow. Most people unconsciously, when they read their Bible, it's for, um, after they've read, they say, God, I've done my part, now do your part. No, I, I, that's not how it works, praise the Lord. The word is for you. Hmm? You don't read it for for him, no. It's, it's him ministering to, to you, praise the Lord. So you see Peter's, Simon's attitude uh, in Luke chapter 5 and, and verse and verse 5. We've told all night and called nothing. Yeah. See, see the reverence. And, and you see, so we, we worked hard all last night, didn't catch a thing. But if you say, most times here in life now when we say, but if you say so, <laughs> it's not a nice thing to say to you. Okay, if you say so, <laughs> you may have been reading that word and saying it and quoting it. The day you believe it, <laughs> or the day you recognize that it is written to you, that's what Rema is. Rema means that you get to a place where it feels like this is for me from God. You're not seeing the congregation. You're not seeing the church. You're saying this is God's word too. It becomes personal. Praise the Lord. If only we could cultivate that attitude of reverence, the word would have its way in our lives and it would pre, it would have that much effect. It would prevail. Praise the Lord. I saw even uh, you find, especially in my little experiences, on the mission field. Uh, it's simple things. It's simple things. And you know it's interesting that when a word goes forth and it's reverenced, you can feel the power. You can feel it when somebody has received it. But when the word goes forth and you can, and somebody is questioning it, even when you pray, eh, you feel Nothing. Praise the Lord. Spiritual things are that tangible. Somebody can latch onto a word and you know, Chigena Mokoleda. Achikute. Kuruno Achifunye. And please note, you see, Christians, you need to learn eh, that uh, pastors are not like witch doctors. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> it's important. You need to, you need to catch that. Because the people who only come for prayer when they're in trouble. You see? Uh, that means they think we're magicians. They think, no, just Saba, Saba, look. We don't have special access to heaven. Amen. When we pray, ultimately, we shall apply a word. Amen. And your agreement with that word counts. So if you come with faith in the prayer, you're ready for a heartbreak. It may work for you for a season. But after a while, you are in for a heartbreak. Praise the Lord. So even us, we depend on the what? We don't have special powers. You've watched some of those movies. That's why I'm saying special powers because... You know, most times when I talk to non-believers, they say, you people have powers. <laughs> you can always tell people who are not educated spiritually. Uh, uh, that you have special... I think you need to learn that. You need to learn that uh, when you come to a man of God, praise the Lord, what he will tell you should be inspiration from God. Amen. So if you can cultivate that, it will help you to, to be receptive to the word of God. But also you, you will know that there are other times you can reach for, your, for yourself. When, when Naaman came to the prophet, amen, he was tempted to despise the instruction. 
Mm. He was tempted to despise the instruction. And uh, as it is with most of us, the instructions God may give us may be that unreasonable. They may not make intellectual a sense. He was tempted. But um, uh, aid came to him quickly. He realized, you know, after he'd been advised, he realized, you know what, if, if the man has said, let me just do. You know, he didn't even, you know, the prophet didn't even come out. Praise the Lord. You can see there was a recipe. There was a recipe for offense. Praise the Lord. Sometimes uh, when I pray for people and they say, now we are settling this matter today, praise the Lord. So you pray, you pray uh, by the Spirit and through the Spirit you receive the word. After you receive the word, you deploy it. Amen. If you come to me a month later and you say, now this matter, I'll tell you we did what? We what? We settled it. Now for many, that may be offense. Serious. No, praise the Lord. Uh, other people have serious problems. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not me who can fix your problem. It's the word that will fix your uh, and, and so, if you catch offense at that point, you're in trouble. Hallelujah. So mightily grew the word. Notice this. That means those people's reverence for the word grew and grew and grew. And the more the reverence grew, the more the word had effect on them in their, in their lives. Uh, I just remembered. Uh, you see, I have, I have so many examples. I'm trying to find <laughs> some to, uh, to bring to you to show you how simple people, simple people, when I say simple people, I'm talking about uh, people who uh, have chosen to simply believe God. No, not too much intellect. Praise the Lord. You see? They've simply chosen to believe the word. And when they lay hold of that word, that word works. There was a, uh, now I've remembered, there was a, uh, one particular lady who, she'd been in so much trouble for so long. For so long. She had quit on life. Uh, I have, uh, I have ministered to many of those. Uh, she, she, when I was, when I opened the Bible, when she came to me and I opened the Bible, she said, hey, you're opening the Bible. Don't waste your time. My problem is, is very big. Praise the Lord. Yeah. She told me my problem is very. Then she went ahead to tell me all her problems. And yeah, if you had her story, uh, it was quite a what? It was quite a story. And then she told me all the nasty things that had happened to her, all the bad things that were happening at her home, you know, all these things. And, um, and I said, let, let, I'll still open the Bible to give you a word. Praise the Lord. So, so that I remember we were here. Then she said, okay, let me first get water from the fridge. What is she doing? She's buying time. She's just saying, heavy gun, baby, dada. Uh, you see, she's looking for something else. So, so I said, I, I, I told her, you know, I think you should sit down and uh, so as I as I ministered to her uh, concerning the word, uh, she was, uh, uh, you know, when you tell somebody the word and then she responds with a story. This other time, Nalimu taxi. <laughs> uh, clearly, she's not ready to listen to you. So, 
But I remember, I think, uh, the Holy Spirit really helped her. Along the way, she, she, she asked the question. She, she said, but, uh, uh, she said, can you guarantee that that word will work? Simple question. Praise the Lord. Simple question. And uh, for many of you, that's the guarantee you are looking for. Amen. And I will give you a guarantee right now. Hallelujah. So, I said, I asked her, Ah, good. Praise the Lord. What saved you? What saved you? If a word can have impact on your spirit, regenerating you from a sinner to a saint, praise the Lord, is that all it can do? So when I gave her that illustration, she said, oh, now I see what you, that's all she'd missed. She'd missed that in the first place she was a believer because of a word. Praise the Lord. And so I say to you for you today, if you've been in an, if you've been in an aeroplane, you'll notice something, uh, especially if you don't know physics. The more people you see coming in the aeroplane, the more you wonder how this thing will get in the air. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Especially if you're, uh, if you get on some of those A380s or 777s. Hey, the people are many. Then they come with their luggage. Because you remember the luggage you came with. You look around at all those people. And if they have that much luggage, you're wondering, how shall we get in the air? Praise the Lord. So you brace yourself. In faith. Your faith is in the pilot. <laughs> Praise the Lord. On the runway, you, you know, you're saying, let's see. Let us see. Uh, it catches on, there's uh, V1, V2, and then, you know, it lifts in the air. Now, after it lifts in the air, now your concern is, how will it stay in the air with all these people? <laughs> Praise the Lord. But here is what I need you to know. If it can take off, it can stay in the air. Praise the Lord. If the word can save you, it can heal you. Praise the Lord. If the word can save you, it can't fail to heal you. Uh, there's always uh, that part of the flight where uh, when the pilot adjusts the, uh, the, the nose angle, praise the Lord, uh, it's usually not that far off the ground. Amen. And uh, it's a bit of a feeling you feel as if you're losing altitude for a moment. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But he's just adjusting an angle. He's reducing the angle of attack so that he can begin to, uh, to ascend uh, more, more sustainably. So and uh, most of us have those jitters as we walk with the word. You come to a place where you say, okay, I know what the Bible says, but does it really work? So and so tried it, it seems to fail. The other time I tried it, it seems to have failed me. Especially if you're older and you're old enough, you will know, you'll begin to see that uh, the word can be such a, a risk. You're like, what? Can I mortgage my future based on a what? A word. Which is why people, people never come for healing until the doctors have given up on them. Praise the Lord. Amen. Why? They first exhaust all human options. Because they say, I don't want to believe the word and die. What if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? Praise the Lord. Uh, when we preach faith, 
uh, what is faith? Faith is uh, your, your knowledge of God, his character. When you know his love, when you know his power, you know his faithfulness. Those are the three attributes that give you faith in his word. Praise the Lord. Uh, and I think that that's where the, tr- the problem may begin. Lack of knowledge of God. Praise Jesus. Lack of knowledge of? It's, it's interesting we say word of God. Word of? But we stop at word. We don't go as far as the God part. If it's a word from God, a word from God, can it fail? And so for, for many of you who are not uh, prayerful, I'll say it's a hard journey. It's a hard journey. You know why? Because your spirit, you have a soul, you live in the body, right? Your spirit, you have a soul, you live in the body. The word works in the spirit. Amen. But the spirit can only be activated by prayer. The spirit can only be activated by by prayer. So when we talk about reverencing the word, receiving the word, improving our attitudes towards the word working in our lives, uh, we are in fact mostly talking about prayer. Because what does prayer do? Prayer takes you from a place of irreverence to a place of reverence. Hallelujah. It takes you from a place of carnality to a place of spirituality. It takes you from, from a place where you are too, uh, too natural-minded to a place where you can become spiritually minded. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The word works. In Luke 17 verse 6, the Bible says, if you have faith as little as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain or mulberry tree be uprooted and be cast into the sea and it will what even the little word you have has enough power to word to change your life if you have faith you see look it doesn't have to be that much faith if you have faith as little as a mustard if only you would believe the little you know Praise the Lord. Many of us, when we get into the knowledge of the knowledge realm, we begin to say, maybe if I know more, I will do more. That's a lie. So you get into cycles, circles, and loops of trying to obtain knowledge. Instead of catching the little you, no. Hear it. Accept it being from God. And it will work in what? In your life. The first time I prayed for a child deaf and dumb. And I was in Sunday school. So I told the children, you know, you know, children are very receptive. Wonderful. I told the children, God is good. Yay. I said, you know, so God. So I took them through the story of creation. I could tell. That their faith was built for the creative power of God to work. So I told them, so this friend of ours, uh, we're going to pray for him and he's going to hear and speak. They said, yes. Praise the Lord. I haven't told them, stretch your, stretch your hands. What was I deploying? I was deploying the word. After, after praying, I told them, now the child is going to talk. Now they said, now talk to him. And they talked to the child, and the child began to respond. So when the when children would talk from behind him, he would turn. He'd, he'd been born deaf and dumb. Simple word. When you build an atmosphere of reverence for the word, it works. It doesn't matter where. In a toilet, in a bathroom, it does not matter where. Why do we struggle? Especially, you know, if, if they call you to pray for somebody sick at the hospital, 
That's not the sweetest place to pray from. Amen. You walk through unbelief. Everywhere. You see what the devil is doing. (laughs) And then you are supposed to reach this patient. And somehow summon all these energies of faith. So somebody may say, No, Praise the Lord. Even Jesus put them out. If Jesus put them out, who did he put out? The ones who had no reverence for the word. Why was he always with those three? Peter, John, and James. Praise the Lord. Why is it that in most faith requiring situations, he walked in with those three? They must have had a certain level of reverence for them. Thomas. You imagine Thomas on the list. And then, of course, Judas. Judas, when you're praying, he's he's waiting for his he's, he's looking for baskets for Chiwebuya. Uh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But um, as you pray and as you increase in prayer, your reverence for the word can change. Look, and that's why I told you at the beginning, there are two things about the word. There's the legal aspect and the vital aspect. The word can place you in Christ. Praise the Lord. But that may not be your reality. That may be a statement. But we are in Christ. Yes. Careful. Praise the Lord. You need that reality. You need that reality. Yeah. But you know, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are holy people. Mm-mm. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your conduct may still show that your membership is legal. <laughs> It has not become vital. Praise the Lord. And so you see what the word does. As you pray. And that's why also it's good to change your idea of prayer. When we pray, we pray the word. And when you pray, what you're expecting is the word. Praise the Lord. When you pray, your approach in prayer is based on the word. Through the prayer, the ministry you receive will be of the word. And eventually when you receive an answer, it will be a word. Praise the Lord. So mightily grew and prevailed. The word, you see, first the word prevails in you. Many of us are eager for the word to prevail in circumstances before it prevails in, in us. It changes you first. It transforms you. It translocates you. It gives you a lifting. Praise the Lord. Reverence for the word. Your days, I pray, I pray that one of these days you'll have a reverent moment for a word. That when you hear a word, you can say, the Lord has said. And because the Lord has said, it is settled. Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me from God. Praise the Lord. Notice, the moment you make that reference, it brings reverence. Praise the Lord. When Jesus responded to Satan, he said, it is written. He was cognizant of the word from God. He was Jesus. Praise the Lord. But he knew that mm -mm, the Bible 
says. Praise the Lord. So I know many of you may have been discouraged over the years because you've been hearing the word and it doesn't seem to to work. And uh, you may say, Amen. Amen. The problem is not the word. The Bible says, until the word of the Lord came, the word of the Lord tested him. You can see some of us sometimes we take offense for the because of the word's sake. But they told me, <clears throat> I don't know, maybe they told you, but you didn't receive it as if it was from God. Praise the Lord. It may be good to quote a man of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. I know you're brilliant enough. You see where I'm going. <clears throat> it may be brilliant to quote a, what, a man of But it's better that you'd receive that word as if it were coming from God. Only then do you give it legality to change your life. That's a, when you look at the armor, the full armor of, of God to the believer. It doesn't fail because it's God's armor. But now you, you, you use your helmet. Hmm? Your helmet. You know what your helmet is? Your helmet is your ideas of salvation. You use your breastplate. What is your breastplate? It is self-righteousness. Use your sword, which is like a knife. Praise the Lord. Hmm? Not two-edged. Just one-edged. And blunt. <laughs> barely able to slice a tomato praise the Lord when you use that sword it can't prevail praise the Lord but when you are conscious that the armor you are putting on is of God then you have confidence praise the Lord whenever you recognize the source amen you you create an environment for the word. You see, the word has an environment in which it thrives. It just doesn't just work. The new age and, and the new dispensation of the word, and, and unfortunately also uh, some of our backgrounds, very religious proclamations of the word. That's what took power out of the word. We, we just keep, we, we say things long enough that people, you know, we even quote things that are not in the Bible. The Bible says, a family that prays together stays together. <laughs> hey, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're not like the Bereans. We don't check the word for ourselves to see for sure what does the word say. Lord, prepare me. To be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a your word no word from you can ever fail no word from you is void of power so is every word that goes forth out of your lips it can never return to you empty in the name of Jesus 
today, tonight, wherever it is we are, prepare us as vessels that reverence your word. Manifest your glory, Lord. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory. Manifest your glory. That we will see the source of the word that has been inspired to us. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the eyes of understanding will be flooded with light. Flooded with light. Flooded with light. That we may recognize and realize that you are not man that you should lie. Neither are you a son of man that you should change your mind. We give you praise and thanks and we reverence the written word. And we thank you for the power behind the written word. Him the living word. By him you speak to us with finality. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May we say like Mary. Be unto us. Be unto us. Be unto us. As it is written. Be unto us. Be unto us. Be unto us. In Jesus name. Father I thank you. For thy word sanctifies. Thy word sanctifies. Thy word sanctifies. I pray that your word will grow mightily in the hearts of your precious saints. Sanctifying them. Transforming them. Renewing their minds. Yes. Creating a more perfect environment for even more and cumulative of the working of your word. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Breakthrough Miracle Life meets every Wednesday in Lungunja from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Saturday for Bible study from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. and on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. For more information, call or WhatsApp 704 Zero zero eight nine eight nine.